ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, today, I hope everyone knows and understands the seriousness of, of what's going on and um, this is a massive hit on community and a, a massive high as well. Um, you know, through the last 10 months, it's been very hard for myself, not only myself, but my family and what they've had to read and, and endure. Yeah, traumatic experience that I've had of Canberra. And- That's South Sydney star Latrell Mitchell speaking outside the Canberra Magistrates Court. A footy player fronting the media, backed by lawyers after a night gone wrong. It's a well-worn trope. Only Mitchell is not in the wrong. Far from it. He and fellow Indigenous NRL star Jack Whiten have just had charges against them sensationally dropped in the wake of false evidence from police. It's a story that raises huge questions about the disturbing mistreatment of the pair, about the impact of the case on the two, and about what repercussions might come for the police. In a year where Mitchell in particular has faced racial vilification from fans, controversy around his position on the Australian National Anthem, and endured questions about his professionalism, it's particularly grim. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily. Tiffany Genders is Channel 9's court reporter. She has been in Canberra covering this story. Tiff, just take us back to February. Latrell Mitchell and Jack Whiten, two of the biggest stars in the NRL, distant cousins, good friends, two Indigenous men. They're out celebrating Whiten's 30th birthday in Canberra. What went wrong? So it's the early hours of Jack Whiten's 30th birthday. He and his partner, his friends, their partners are all out at Fiction Nightclub in Canberra celebrating until the early hours and then police turn up to do a sudden search of the nightclub. The police officers walk in, uh, claim that they see Jack Whiten behaving in an aggressive manner. They kick him out of the nightclub and then kick him out of Canberra's CBD and give him 10 minutes to move on. What follows on from that, there's a little scuffle between Jack Whiten and Latrell Mitchell outside. Police make the allegation that they saw these two men fighting and then seconds later Latrell Mitchell uh, we've all seen the videos is pinned to the ground by several officers screaming out in pain there's witnesses asking police to stop and the two men spend the night in lockup. So it sounds like the videos of the arrest are quite grim. Latrell Mitchell sounds very distressed. Can you describe some of the evidence you witnessed during the hearing? Yeah, the videos were extremely confronting and no one felt that more than Latrell Mitchell who, you know, his head dropped into his hands and he needed comforting from Jack Whiten as these videos were played. There was police body-worn cameras and uh, both witness videos that showed Latrell Mitchell uh, following orders, dropped down to his knees as he was told and he had his hands in the air as he was told before being pinned face down on the ground. He was screaming out in pain screaming for his shoulders and the evidence was is that he thought he was going to die. There were people obviously filming it as as what happens during nights out, you know, everywhere these days and he's telling them to share it, share it. I've done nothing wrong but be a black fella in Australia. Uh, You could tell it was extremely hard for, for Latrell to watch this and it was also confronting to see as a court reporter. That's seriously confronting stuff. Can you just give us an idea of what the charges being brought against the pair were and what kind of sanction they were facing? 
So they were both charged with fighting in a public place. Jack Whiten was charged with failing to adhere to an exclusion notice from Canberra's CBD and Luttrell was also charged with resisting an officer and that related to his arrest. Serious charges, the most serious, the resisting, carrying a jail term. So major allegations with potential serious consequences for these footballers. So we're talking about a really serious matter and the police case began to look flimsy during Tuesday's hearing. Can you tell us why that was? So Sergeant David Power was the first witness to be called to the stand. He was the most senior of the nine officers involved in the arrest. He was taken through uh, his account of what happened on the night in question. Sergeant Power told the court that the aggressive behaviour he observed by Mr Whiten was so serious it would amount to a criminal offence of some sort, like an affray or assault. There was police body-worn camera footage played and it basically showed that the allegations that he made against Jack Whiten, that he was acting aggressively with his fists clenched and an angry look on his face, you know, ready to square off at any moment, that that simply didn't happen. There was vision played to the court uh, which showed, you know, nothing more than a, a few seconds of a tense exchange and that vision was played to the officer and he had to admit that the allegation that he made and wrote in an official police report was clearly not true. What might have happened if Sergeant David Powell's evidence was never tested by competent counsel and his wrongful allegations against Mr Whiten never uncovered? What if Mr Mitchell was convicted for resisting police officers in the lawful execution of their duty in circumstances where he was brutally taken to the ground and subjected to inhumane treatment, although he had done nothing to justify that. He said that he didn't do it on purpose, was essentially an honest mistake, but he'd given evidence under oath saying that that was what happened. So it turns out that he also admitted to lying under oath, which is extremely serious. It's astonishing stuff, and we know that the charges were dropped today. Did the magistrate have anything to say either yesterday or today on the sequence of events that you've just sort of played out for us? So late yesterday afternoon after the police officer uh, made this stunning confession and he even apologised to the magistrate and apologised to Jack himself. He said, I'm sorry, mate, I thought that was what I saw, but it was clearly not or something to that effect. Um, And the magistrate questioned at the end of the day, asked the DPP, you sure you want to go ahead with this case? It went on for about another half an hour or so, but obviously overnight the prosecutor has got some advice and this morning first thing walked into court said that they won't be proceeding with the case the charges were dismissed Latrell Mitchell Jack Whiten cleared and vindicated of what they'd been saying all along whilst in fiction nightclub Mr Whiten did not engage in any violent or aggressive conduct he was enjoying his 30th birthday with friends and family laughing dancing and having fun the observations of mr whiten were and remain a fantasy he did nothing wrong and was excluded unlawfully watching the vision from afar tiff of latrell mitchell and jack whiten throughout this hearing they've seemed surprisingly almost oddly upbeat given the dark undertones at play that you're talking about how did they react and what did they have to say at the conclusion of the matter both in the courtroom and outside 
look, yeah, they certainly put on a brave face outside court. There were smiles. There was even a playful wrestle outside court today. But in court, you could really see the emotional toll that it has taken on both of these players, particularly Luttrell, who had to be comforted throughout the case, re-watching that vision. Outside court today, they thanked their legal team, their clubs for supporting them, both the Raiders and South Sydney. At the end of the day, a job was brought here to be done and it's been served so I really appreciate them followers involved uh, my club in South Sydney you know and thank you can't thank you enough the club's been a huge support uh, they're backing the whole way through and uh, it means the world to me I spend so long with this club and in this town and to have your support is massive human the whole club uh, you've got to thank your family for backing you through moments like this you know and it was their lawyer Tom Taylor who really captured the essence of this Mr Mitchell and Mr Whiten are proud indigenous men who have been subject to the power of police acting oppressively, violently and outside the law. We know Indigenous people are dying in custody. We know Indigenous people are more likely to be arrested. We know Indigenous people are more likely to be incarcerated. We need to do better as a community. Due to the courage of Mr Mitchell and Mr Whiten to push back against these false allegations, they've been able to clear their names, but not everyone gets that chance. They had the strength to to fight this case. They had the emotional, physical and, uh, I guess, the financial capabilities to stand up for themselves. And they wanted to take this stand for the other Indigenous people that may not have the, the means to stand up for this kind of treatment. What are the repercussions going to be for the ACT police? Yeah, pretty wide-ranging. Given Sergeant David Powers' shocking confession inside the courtroom to making a false police official report and then lying under oath, it is possible that he may face criminal charges. This case requires a serious review. I understand the ACT Attorney-General is aware of the case and is proposing a review once the outcome is made public. And uh, lawyers for these two NRL players are certainly think that there is a civil case that may follow. Tiff Genders, it's an incredible story. Thank you so much for stepping us through it. No problem. Headlines. Australia won't host the 2034 FIFA Men's World Cup. In fact, they're not even bidding for the rights. The writing was on the wall when the Asian Federation, of which Australia is a member, backed Saudi Arabia's bid. They're now looking almost certain to win the rights. Australia will instead seek to host the 2029 Club World Cup and the 2026 Women's Asian Cup. Netball. And Australia has concluded its brilliant 2023 with a clean sweep of its series with South Africa. They beat the Proteas 77-50 as the series finished 3-0. The Diamonds conclude the year having also claimed the Quad Series, the World Cup and the Constellation Cup. They've lost just three times from 19 tests. And the AFLW won't hit the attendance threshold needed to trigger an extra round of fixtures in 2024. The season will grow from 10 home and away games to 11, but it could have been 12. A clause in the recent collective bargaining agreement noted crowd attendances needed to hit an average of 3,500 in order to gain an extra fixture. They'd need to attract more than 100,000 people to the final round of action this weekend, which is not possible because there actually aren't that many tickets available. If that seems unfair, consider this. The preceding fixtures have garnered just 210,000 people across the entire nine rounds. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Poppy Penny. Thanks to Channel 7 for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.